You're listening to a 1FM podcast. Now, we have uh, information on a fruit flies about to happen. I'm going to introduce, would you like to introduce yourself there, sir? Yes, good morning. Ross Aberfield, uh, I'm the coordinator for the Golden Murray Valley Fruit Fly Program. Yep. How long has that been running? Oh, since about 2017. About 2017. Uh, do you get good uptake on it? Do people listen? Yes, yes. We've, uh, we've had a very um, effective communications and media platforms over that period. Um, uh, we do monthly columns in the newspapers where yep. we uh, provide an update to the community um, about fruit fly pressure in the region. That's based on real time from, uh, and the data is obtained from our trapping grid. Mm-hmm. We also do um, a lot of editorials and magazine content and obviously today uh, with radio. Yep. Okay, so the million dollar question, what is a fruit fly? Well, a fruit fly um, is actually the world's worst fruit pest. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a problem for every country in the world. Uh, Australia is no different and here in the Golden Valley, Golden Murray Valley, uh, Queensland fruit fly is, uh, is the bane of our lives. Yeah, so it didn't start out here originally, it's made its way here? That's correct. It, um, as its name indicates, it's, uh, it originates in Queensland mm-hmm. and it was first detected back in the 1870s with um, White Settlement up in Toowoomba when mm-hmm. uh, they uh, established market gardens and uh, orchards and what have you to supply um, Brisbane with fruit and vegetables. Um, the fly uh, didn't emerge in the first season, but in the second season of growing, the uh, Queensland fruit fly emerged. It uh, devastated the, um, the produce uh, in Toowoomba, but unfortunately at that stage it had been uh, uh, transported through to Brisbane and uh, that established it in Brisbane. Um, particularly with backyard gardeners and what have you. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's slowly filtered down from the north via New South Wales into Victoria over that period of time. Yeah, look, I can remember uh, being a young kid travelling around with, uh, with, with, with my family around Australia and you'd, you'd get to the state lines and it, would, it was basically an honesty thing where you dumped your fruit. Mm. Um, one auntie wasn't completely honest. She liked the oranges too much. So fruit flies pose a massive problem to us in the Goulburn Valley, don't they? They do, because the Goulburn Valley is the largest um, canned pear producer in Mm. the Southern Hemisphere. The Murray Valley is the uh, largest producer of stone fruit in Australia. So we're effectively living in the nation's orchard. And um, if we don't manage fruit fly in the GMV, it can affect our regional economy, state economy and the national economy. Yeah. Um, So... What does a fruit fly do to the fruit? What, what does it do and why does it do it? Okay, so the fruit fly is attracted to the fruit um, uh, via the female uh, where she lays her eggs. Um, she will um, uh, lay eggs in the fruit um, around about four or five eggs at a time mm-hmm. and she'll continue uh, laying eggs and stinging uh, different pieces of fruit until she will exhaust her egg supply. What kind of numbers that, do you know? That can be in uh, in the wild uh, around about 800 to 1,000 eggs. In, in in a laboratory, it's been uh, been detected they have capacity up for 2,000 eggs. But because mm-hmm. of predators in the wild and what have you, we estimate roughly around about 800 mm-hmm. eggs will uh, will be uh, seeded in fruit. Uh, oh, those eggs yep. then hatch um, over a period of time and uh, we have that cycle repeating itself 
with 50% of um, the eggs that hatch will be female mm -hmm. and that cycle repeats itself um, every four to five weeks. Yep. So there's, uh, they're, they're prolific breeders and the population numbers can increase rapidly if they're not managed. Yeah. So what's it, how long do they live for? Are they just a matter of days or they hang around for weeks? Or? No, no, no. They will live through uh, several months, mm -hmm. through a season and what have you. And oh, fair We've income. conducted research where um, the, the last born adult flies um, late, in, late in the season approaching winter if they're young and they're adult um, and we get a cold snap, they, the cold snap won't kill them. Mm -hmm. They can actually seek refuge um, and they like urban areas in particular mm -hmm. where there are um, masonry buildings, heat banks and evergreen plants. They'll seek uh, protection and cover there. Uh, particularly um, even lemon trees and what mm -hmm. have you, where they go in close to the, uh, the trunk of the tree, they'll uh, locate themselves on the underside of, of leaves close into the tree and mm -hmm. there's quite a temperature difference between that and, for example, a, a fruit tree in the middle of a paddock yep. during a cold snap. So they'll, they'll, they'll overwinter, uh, they'll virtually hibernate through the cold weather and then when the weather warms up again in springtime, around about 15 to 17 degrees Celsius, they'll, they'll emerge, they'll go out, they'll feed. And once, once the females um, had, um, um, had a good feed of protein, what have you, she's ready to mate and then she's ready to start laying eggs. Yep. Um, so did the eggs survive a cool store? A cool store, no. Um, with the eggs in cool storage, there's treatments um, that the growers use mm -hmm. with uh, either cool stores or, or um, most, most, most of the control on farm is done in the paddock mm. uh, with cover spraying, what have you. So um, growers, generally speaking, don't have a problem with fruit fly because that's their living. If they yeah. have, have fruit fly, they can't sell their fruit, they can't make their living, so they're... They've got to be on the attack. They're on the attack all the time and monitoring, and the moment they detect it, they're doing something about it. If fruit fly goes into storage, then it's, it's, killed, it's, it's um, basically destroyed in the storage process before yep. it's exported and what have you. Um, but the if, fruit's no good, though, is it? If it well... Depends. If it shouldn't. It shouldn't get into storage first up. Yep. If there is anything there, it's tested, and then if there's any fruit uh, fruit fly detected, it's removed. It doesn't. It's not exported. Yep. Only our premium produce is exported, and it's it's very important that we we have a good reputation with our export markets that we yeah. we export uh, fruit fly free fruit uh, and vegetables, and we need to maintain that at all costs. So the problem here is really um, with the urban areas, the community, mm -hmm. uh, who... That's who, us, folks. We're in trouble for this. <laughs> well, it's the backyard gardeners, and, and we're talking not only fruit trees, but vegetables yep. as well. So um, we need to create awareness and education and engagement in the community so they can actually manage and control fruit fly in their backyards and uh, not only with, um, you know, the, the uh, residents and what have you, but... It's, it's a problem also for local government organisations such mm. as Vic Roads and V-Line and councils where they have fruit trees, whether they're uh, feral fruit trees or whether they're there on purpose, they need to be managed or yep. removed so yep. they're not a, not a breeding habitat for fruit fly going forward. Yeah, but it's not all doom and gloom, is it? We might go to a song and come back about, uh, talk about the fight. 
Sure thing. How does that sound? Yep. 98.5 1FM live and local. Here's a little bit of the Beatles with Come Together. A spider's invading your house. Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a redback under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies and other insects. We treat inside your roof, inside your house and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. It's another great week at 40 Winks. Right now, you can get any size mattress for the price of a single. That's right. Get a queen, king or even a super king mattress for the price of a single. Plus, earn double Qantas points on your purchase. But be quick, this offer is on for a limited time only. Exclusions and T's and C's apply. So come and find a bed matched perfectly to you. Go to better sleep. Our sponsor, 40 Winks, Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Ardmona Primary School takes pride in providing every child an opportunity in learning with highly qualified and passionate staff from the local area. Check us out. Search Ardmona Primary School online and take our virtual tour. Our culture is clear and present in all aspects of the school. Our school takes a lead in supporting individualised student learning programs and is known as one of the most popular schools in the local region. Search Ardmona Primary School today or find us on Facebook. Ardmona Primary School, where you'll find fun, friendly students and one big family. Station sponsor. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Uncle Willie's Real Mexican Coffee. Made from real Mexican jumping coffee beans. Yes, just one cup of Uncle Willie's Real Mexican Coffee will have you up and down all night long. Now more music as soon as we're done singing. FM. Well, that's not entirely accurate, people. I, uh, we are not more music. We're talking fruit flies with Mr. Aberfield, whose first name I've forgotten momentarily. Try Ross. Ross. We're with Ross Aberfield. Now, we've spoken about the, uh, the, the trials and tribulations of uh, fruit flies and, and what they do, but it's, it's not all doom and gloom. There are some things that we can do as a community that, uh, well, it could put a dent in their population. Would that be a fair statement? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I was rather taken with your last uh, music track, Come Together. Uh, ah, because thank you. that's basically what area-wide management is all about. Yeah. So um, fruit flow can be managed very effectively, providing um, the community, industry and government collaborate and work together because yep. it's everybody's problem. Does it, do, do they sort of go into uh, um, indigenous tree fruits? Yeah, that's, uh, they're a native. Yeah, yeah, they're that, native I was just wondering that. Yeah. They're native to Queensland, so th- they survive, um, providing they've got a water source, which is, yep. you know, rivers and creeks. Yep. They've got bushland and there's bush tucker, such as, uh, you know, um, uh, native fruit trees, lily pillies, that yep. sort of thing. They'll, uh, they'll uh, u- use that as a food source, lay their, lay their eggs in, in native fruits, and they'll survive quite do they, okay. Do, do they um, do they prefer the introduced species? Absolutely, mm. more yummy. Yeah, just <laughs> just like us when we go to a Malaysian restaurant or something like that. I guess mm. <laughs> that's yeah. not the same old Aussie pie and sauce. Yeah. Okay. So, how do we how do we cure it? What do we do? Okay. Um, well. This is a fantastic little um, booklet pamphlet thing you've got. It's almost like a show bag. Yeah. Well, it's an information pack, and we've distributed um, oh, from memory. I think about. 40,000 of those since 2017 across yeah, right. the region. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, that's comprehens- the Goulburn Valley. That's the Goulburn Murray Valley. Goulburn Murray Valley. So yep. We cover five shires. We cover uh, Greater Shepparton, um, Moira, Campaspe, Strathbogie, and Berrigan shires. Yep. Um, and obviously, the main fruit growing areas are the Shepparton region and the mm. Cobram region. Uh, but saying that, Strathbogie uh, grow grapes and berries. Um, Echuca, um, Campaspe grow a lot of field tomatoes and what have you. So they're all hosts yep. to fruit fly. Well, let's address uh, the average Joe, like like myself, um, and old Johnny Painter down in Studio 3 there getting ready. G'day, John. How you going? Johnny always puts in a good show. Don't go anywhere. What does the backyard bandit do? The common person, the, well, lay, the layman in the backyard. The first thing they need to do is um, understand uh, the life cycle of a fruit fly. Mm-hmm. So they can get these information packs from any of the customer service areas at, at their local council office. Uh-huh. Um, we distribute them also to businesses, real estate agents uh, for rental properties, mm-hmm. um, libraries, uh, tourist information centres. So they're, they're readily available everywhere. The yellow folks with a big fly on the front. Yep. And um, if they can't source that, then they can go to our website, which mm-hmm. is www dot fruitflycontrol.com.au and that is very comprehensive it covers everything you need to know more than what's in this these this group of pamphlets yeah oh wow more than that all right yep so it's about awareness and education and then once we have the education and the knowledge then we know what to do and we can take take action to do something yep what, what, what's, a, what's a quick tip for somebody at home? Right now, they're about to go out in the garden. What's something that they could eradicate that would, would lessen the chances of fruit flies uh, being productive on their well, yard? First of all, they need to understand that fruit fly will attack fruit, tr- uh, fruit and vegetables. such Vegetables such as uh, capsicum, uh, chilies, all the soft-skinned uh, vegetables and what have mm-hmm. you. If they need to inspect the fruit for sting marks, which are little um, brown uh, pin dots sort of thing on so, the fruit. Oh, the okay. Yep, I think we all know what they look yeah. like. Yep. And then if... if you, so that's the egg injection point, is it? Generally, yes. Yep. But the only way you need to then open the fruit or mm. the vegetable and see whether there are any sign of eggs or larvae inside the fruit. Yep. Now, Which is basically tunnels or a bug. Yeah, because the uh, once the eggs hatch, they then form larvae, like they're basically small maggots. Maggots, maggots yeah. And then the maggots tunnel in towards the centre of the, uh, the fruit or the vegetable, and that's where they, they start decomposing the fruit from within. Yep. So if you detect that, um, particularly if you, if you do detect maggots in the fruit, that's the larvae, and then um, these larvae will actually, if you put them on a hard surface set up a bit of a vibration, they'll go um, head to tail, form, uh, contract, and then they'll jump. So uh, Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They, they're like, boing? Yep. And Fair that's how they leave the fruit as an, as a, as an adult larvae. They'll, they'll eject themselves from the fruit, wow. land on the ground, burrow into the ground, and then they, they form a shell around themselves in the ground. They pupate. So they go into the dirt? Yes. And then when they emerge from the dirt, um, they break out of the pupil case and then they emerge and then they're a fly. And then they dry out um, and as soon as they're dry, they're, they're on the wing and they can go mm. looking for food. Yep. Now, you've got a, got a trap here, um, which would be fantastic if you got it into schools. Uh, it would be a fantastic art, craft, environment project, wouldn't mm. it? 
we, we already have that in the primary schools. Mm. We've uh, had a very successful uh, primary school program across the region where we do a, uh, in conjunction with Lions International Volunteers yep. uh, and myself, um, we attend schools and uh, do a, an information session, but with primary school kids, the attention span is pretty short, so yeah. now we only do the talking head for about uh, 10 or 15 minutes. And then we get into interactive activities, which is the trap making. And the kids love that because uh, we resource yeah. with materials. They make the traps, um, paint them, do do the whole thing. And yeah. then at the end of the uh, the day, they have a show bag to take home to mum and dad with their traps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the kids explain to mum and dad how fruit fly works and what they need to do and how to yeah. monitor the trap. And uh, hopefully mum and dad... Tell the buds. Yeah. Uh, not everyone, but they are out there, which mm. is uh, really good. Now, we're just about out of time. How do people uh, find you? Are you? You're on the internet? You're on Facebook? Uh, yes, we're on Facebook and the internet uh, with our website. Uh, I'm based in uh, at Shepparton, Greater Shepparton Council. Um, and um, if you wanted to contact me direct or my admin administration support officer, uh, you would just ring Shepparton Council and mm-hmm. ask for the Fruit Fly program and be put through. And it's Fruit Fly Control, all one word, fruitflycontrol.com.au. That's correct. Is the website. Yeah. And uh, we're not sure about the Facebook name, are we? Um, Facebook is the same, Fruit Fly Control. Fruit, fruit Fly Control. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot for coming in. I've forgotten your first name again. It's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. And I remember Aberfield because I dated a girl once um, and her surname was that and I was really scared of her dad. Oh. You don't have a daughter called Susan by any chance. No, I don't. All right. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be back very soon, folks. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure, Flemming. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.